Welcome to On Air with Kate Butler, where we are revealing life's best kept secrets. Welcome to On Air with Kate Butler, where we reveal life's best kept secrets. Today, I got a little secret for you that I've been storing in my back pocket, but today the secret is out because I have the absolute honor and pleasure of welcoming Dr. Roberta Pellant, who is an MBA professor, consultant, seven-time entrepreneur, number one international best-selling author, keynote and TEDx speaker. Uh, she is a certified professional development trainer and is sought after for her executive leadership coaching. I love this combination. Um, she was a vice president of knowledge and communications at U.S. Capital Global, which is a corporate finance company and former owner of Bumbooza Bamboo Products before it was acquired. Now that's a fun story. She yeah. has been featured in Wall Street Select, Yahoo Finance, Market Watch, and International Business, and on ABC Chronicle. Bobby Pellin is considered to be a top business expert across several industries and works with women entrepreneurs to increase their month over month revenue with a proven nine step framework and mastering business success program. Come on, everyone, give me a warm welcome for Bobby Pellin. Bobby, welcome. Thank you, Kate. It sounds like it's crazy when you read my bio, but yes, I am that old to have accomplished all of those things. <laughs> and looking fabulous, hashtag life goals. I love it. <laughs> um, and so Bobby and I have had the pleasure, uh, well, I have had the pleasure of knowing you for several years. Hopefully you feel the same. And uh, we have... Um, really had a beautiful experience of watching each other flourish and grow and cheer each other on. Um, and I really have watched you, you know, master success, if you will, right? Master business success in our time um, that we've known each other. But I'd like to start out by asking you, what does mastering business success actually mean to you? Yeah. So as you know, success can mean so many different things for so many people. Um, most commonly, if you're an early stage entrepreneur, you want to make month to month over revenue. So success is financial. So that's where I've decided to concentrate. Somebody like me doesn't want to hustle as, as much day to day. So success means passive income and freedom and time to do things that I want to spend with my family. Or success could be building a team. So it can mean a lot of different things for a lot of different people, but I'm really focusing on the revenue for new, new entrepreneurs. Amazing. That is so amazing. So I do want to take us back just a step and um, you to give people a full picture of who you are, right? People um, like to know who they're working with, right? People like to know who they're uh, learning from. Um, and so you and I had the opportunity uh, to work on a book together, your book. Um, that came out over the past year. So tell us a little bit about your book, what we can expect from it, what it's called. It's, it's all about the things, right? And share, us, share with us about your, your amazing, incredible book. Thank you, Kate. For, it seems like an eon ago, doesn't it? But it came out last August. It is called Searching for Sea Glass. And I started it as a memoir because I have had so many ups and downs for business within my life. And it turned in halfway through the book, completely 
something different. And as you know, the first half is a memoir of my life. And then the second half is traditional and non-traditional modalities to help me with my healing, overcome some, you know, trauma that we all have within our lives, whether it's going for me personally was going through a divorce was one of my traumas. And it just really was important for me to get it all out there because as a seven-time entrepreneur, it wasn't all success, right? We've had, I've had a lot of failures in my life. My TEDx talk um, is called, I want you to fail because that builds resilience. It builds um, lessons in us that we can course correct and then move forward. So thank you for bringing that up. It was a great honor to work with you. It did become number one international bestseller and in mental and spiritual healing, I can't even remember the categories, right. but whatever it was, I was yeah. very, very proud. So thank you, Kate, for helping me with that. Uh, the book is amazing. It can be found at amazon.com. Um, and so definitely check that out because it really is a full scope story um, uh, that includes uh, wisdom and inspiration, but also practical um, applicable tools. So it really is all encompassing. Um, so definitely recommend that it's an amazing read. Um, so I'd love to find out about, um, what, what was a failure or two that you'd be comfortable sharing with us, um, that you felt like propelled you forward? Yeah. So I think my biggest failures, if we're keeping on the theme of mastering business success is when COVID hit the international business playing field was leveled. All of us, you know, had to pivot and rework our business models, our structures to get back into the game. But I took it as an opportunity to start three new businesses. And I'm like, you know, this is a perfect opportunity. Everybody's in the same boat. Let's start these businesses. And two of them failed miserably. It's because one of my partners got COVID himself. And so one of my key players that I established this business with that was like the launching pad and the name behind the business got sick and nobody wanted to buy what we were selling because the name wasn't behind it. And then the second business didn't take off because of where the world was, but the third business actually flourished and it's still working today. So it was through lots of money, lots of time spent, a lot of people power that I, you know, there were these little missteps and little failures that I had to say, hey, the way I look at failures or some really um, not so great moments is that without them, I wouldn't be able to pick myself up again and start over again. And in the Searching for Sea Glass memoir, there I've noticed that there was a pattern there was a lull that I lost everything financially. Then I'd go sky high and I'd be riding that success wave of business. And then I'd go through a divorce. I lost everything. I'm back and up again. And through it all, I want to let people know that there is no such thing as failure. I mean, there's a word called failure, but it's really our mindset to realize that once we're in those valleys is where our greatest drive, determination, motivation can kind of fire up us again to climb the peak to see that success, whatever success looks like for you, right? So it's just to keep going. And it's always, here's the, the motto of the day, progress over perfection. 
I do a lot of things very sloppy. I just had a course launch that was thrown. It wasn't thrown together, but because it was over the holidays, it seemed like it was thrown together. But you I know, know what? exactly it, what you mean. <laughs> it was out there. People bought it. You know, there were things that maybe I had a typo here or a typo there or something didn't work. Tech issues are, you know, the bane of my existence. <laughs> um, but it's out there. It's done. I can learn from my mistakes. And when I relaunch in three months, guess what? It will be bigger and better than ever before. And that's what I want to teach people about with business. You don't you might not get it right first going out of the gate. But if you keep on trying and working it and reworking it, it will happen for you. So I'm curious to know why you do what you do. Like why help entrepreneurs? Why is it important for you to teach business success to entrepreneurs, um, to women specifically, as you called out, you know, you know, in your, or I called out in your bio um, that we introduced you with, um, you know, because I look at it, someone like you and, and you could be, you know, in corporate teaching this and making a nice salary and, you know, going home at the end of the day and not dealing with tech issues because you'd have a tech team to do that. And, uh, you know, I look at that with my own life too, right? Like there's a lot of places we can be spending our time. There's a lot of opportunity where we can be adding our genius, but we decided do it this way for these people for a reason. Right. For you, what is that reason? Well, number one, as a professor for 26 years, teaching all things business at the MBA level, most of us can't afford the $150,000 tuition that goes along with an MBA unless we have a corporation paying for it, right? Mm. And then it's personal to me because I've started, I have Roberta Pellin Consulting and I've had 20 some years now. And I started it as a stay-at-home mom, married at the time, just kind of doing it as a side hustle, dabbling in it, still teaching part-time. And then when I went through a divorce, that was my bread and butter. And I had to make it into a full-time job, otherwise going to corporate. And I didn't always work with women entrepreneurs. I worked with large corporations earlier in my career. But women really speak to me because I want to empower them. I want them to not have to work for somebody else, take their creative um, fire with inside themselves and really get out there and co-create with others in the world. And because they don't have the business background that I do, or the fact that I've done this seven times before and failed a couple times along the way, not only do I have the theory of the business to go behind it, but I have these seven, eight, nine pillars that are a proven and endorsed framework to, to overcome that five-year failure rate that most women and men business owners, you know, that's when we see the most failure in businesses. Within five years, businesses fail because they didn't set up something correctly. And so that's why I'm passionate for me. Like if I can help my sister out, to do something that they want to do from, from their own home while still raising their children or going through a divorce or leaving that corporate job, I'm all about it. So I want to share my just love her? <laughs> you can see now, right? Oh my goodness gracious. We love Bobby. Okay. So um, on that note, beautiful segue, because really what I want to make sure that we articulate today for the listener is something practical that they can go and do today. Um, right. And so th this is beautiful because I'm sure you have a million things that you could actually <laughs> share with us to put into action. Of course, a lot of that's going to be in your, in, in your program as well. Um, 
but you have nine pillars. Give us uh, some insight. It doesn't have to be all nine, right? But give us a couple, give us a sneak peek into like, what can we expect from these nine pillars that you've created? Right. And so I just want to point out that this is for ent any entrepreneurs. I'm not going to exclude men, of course, but I'm really speaking sure. to the women. Um, and if you have a business that is making some money, but you'd like to see some growth, I really would challenge you to listen to um, my offering at the end, uh, which is a giveaway for you and Kate's um, listeners. But the three things that I think are most important when something's not working in your business is always go back to the business foundations. One, who who's your ideal customer? And I'm not just talking about like a willy nilly, you know, it's women entrepreneurs and three to five years business. I want you to really dive down and create a niche. Give me their ages. Give me where they're hanging out on social media. Do the research. Google AI right now is a huge way to get some of this information. And then once you're very, very, very clear on who your ideal customer is, then I want you to work on your messaging. My messaging consistently is I work with women entrepreneurs to help them make consistent, reliable month to month over revenue so that they can enjoy a life changing freedom, money, more time, more energy, more whatever than they desire in their life. And so that is always going to be in anything I put out there, whether it's my blog post, whether it's my social media post. And then once you have your messaging clear, then you have to create value for the customer. So I always say, I want to show up in front of a customer 15 times, giving them great value before I even ask them to give me an email for an opt-in, to give me an opportunity to be on their podcast, to buy my course, to buy my book, to buy my whatever. So the no love and trust factor has to be pretty cemented in your business before you can even go on to say the marketing steps and what you're going to sell and how you're going to sell it and ads and whatever else we're going through. So those are just like a glimpse of the first three foundations that I would have everybody reevaluate. And just FYI, if when you're listening to this is just because I have a perfect ideal customer today, doesn't mean that I, after 20 years of being in business, won't reevaluate to see who that customer is today, because we all change. Our buying habits change, where we hang out is changing. And when I say hang out, I'm talking about social media, right? Sure. Yeah. Wow, that's a great, great point, because you change, you evolve, your business change, your business evolves, your customer change, your customer evolves. So it's a moving target. And that's okay, as long as you have the systems to support that. Um, right. so that's perfect. So um, what we always want to know here, right, in revealing life's best kept secrets is yeah. what is one of your best kept secrets? In other words, like, what do you wish you had known earlier in the game that you can share with us today? Or a piece I, of wisdom that's always stuck with you? Yeah, I think, you know, it's crazy for me to say this to you right now, but I wish that I would have practiced what I preached. I've been teaching mm, these, beautiful. these nine pillars for 26 years in MBA courses. But when I started my business, I did not follow this framework. Mm. So I struggled and I had to go back and then I struggled and I made some money doing one thing, but then maybe next month there was like no money coming in or, you know, I have to really hustle and work 12 hour days and then 
you know, I got the processes and the system set up and then I didn't have to work as hard the next, but I'd never consistently went through the framework. And it was only like after the sixth or seventh business that it clicked. And I'm like, hey, I have this in my back pocket the whole time. It's proven endorsed. It's been around forever. But unless you go to MBA school, you don't hear about it. And so I started practicing what I preached, put my money where my mouth was. And here I am. And wow. I don't work any I corporate jobs. I don't know if you even know this, Kate. I stepped away from teaching last year. Okay. I have a one-year sabbatical. I stepped away from my corporate W-2 job, and I'm just 100% all in on Roberta Pelling Consulting and making just as much money working for myself as I in my own hours. I only work three days a week than I am working for somebody else. I love it. I yeah. love it. Okay, so tell us about this free gift that I'm like chomping at the bit to hear about. Yeah, so I just recorded... I did it live and I recorded it. Yeah. It was a four day free masterclass on exactly what I was talking to you about earlier. Mm, perfect. It was a PowerPoint with me in it, talking about some of these pillars, giving you a sneak peek into and getting you to really think about how you can apply these to your business. A little bit of question and answers on the end of the live people that showed up, but Today, I am gifting them to the listeners. So you can watch all of them. I would watch them sequentially, day one, first, two, three, four. And then you will get an idea of where you can kind of dive in, make some small corrections, and see how you can improve your business pillars to make some more money, get some more freedom, be a little less burnt out or stressed out. And there you go. I love it. I love that. Um, I'm signing up. Okay, cool. So, um, no, that's incredible. And you can check the show notes for the link for that so that you can get registered. Um, you know, a four day masterclass. I mean, that's, that is a very, very generous gift. Um, and so I really would encourage all of you to definitely check that out. Um, so Bobby, what would you leave us with today? Is there any, is there anything, um, you know, that you can share uh, with our audience who's saying, I'm an entrepreneur. I love what you've shared so far. High level about, you know, um, sneak peek into these nine pillars. I'm definitely interested in your free uh, masterclass. Um, but what can I do today? Like, is there a next step that you can give people just to kind of bring us full circle on our conversation today? Like anything that I can be looking at today in my business to move the needle? Yeah, I would, number one, always go back to who's your ideal customer? Really, I don't think enough people spend time on that. When I teach it in an MBA style format, we can spend weeks working with corporate clients in the classroom, really digging into the details about who they are, what do they look like on paper? How old are they? What's their education level? Where do they live? Are they living internationally? And most people mm -hmm. are way too broad in their ideal customer because they're afraid not to include anybody. And here's my last little tip and wisdom. If you try to speak to everybody out there in your marketing efforts or in your messaging, you end up speaking to no one because it's too broad and nobody thinks it applies directly to them. So put your heart and soul into it and make sure you're speaking directly to that perfect customer. Don't worry. 
I do coach men. I do work with men. Men have signed up for my course, even though I say women entrepreneurs. So if you have something that's of value, they will come to you. But be very niche down when you're looking at your customer. Amazing. Yeah. Absolutely amazing. Bobby Pellin, everyone. Bobby, thank you so much for your time, your wisdom. Thank you for sharing. Thank you for your generous gift. Uh, We really appreciate having you on the show today. Thank you, Kate. As always, it's a great pleasure. And um, I look forward to hearing from any of you. Absolutely. And thank you all so much for tuning in and listening to this episode. We'd love to hear your thoughts. They're always welcome. And we will see you next time. Take care, everyone. Bye. Welcome to On Air with Kate Butler, where we are revealing life's best kept secrets.